Okay, so we start today the Gemara on the second uh, wide line on Davov Omid Base. The Gemara here brought a situation of a Mavoi in an alleyway that's not straight through and through. It has two openings toward a Shusarabim, but it's not straight through. You can see it actually in the Rashi right over here. It's uh, shaped like a Ches. So it has two openings to the Shusarabim. And the Gemara said, there was a machlekes between Rav and Shmuel, what you're supposed to do about this mavoi. According to Shmuel, this is considered to be a closed mavoi, even though it is open from both sides, but because it, it turns twice, so therefore he says it's considered to be a closed mavoi. Rav says it's considered to be an open mavoi, however, the way you deal with it is, you have to put up a tzura sapesach. You have to put up two lechis, two side posts, and a kaira and a crossbeam on the top, which creates a tzuras pesach, and that's good enough. And which one? And uh, well, you have to put it by the turns. If you take a look here in the Rashi, where the where the mavi turns, so you see, you have over there. It says Delis. According to Rav, you don't need two doors over there. You just need a tzuras pesach. Okay. So the Gemara said though that we're going to be machmer both like Rav and like Shmuel. We're going to be machmer like Rav to consider this to be an open mavi that's going through and through and open on both sides of the Rosh Hashanah. And we're also going to be machmer to require two doors by each turn of the mavi. So two, sep- two chumras, even though there's an argument here, and you, we're, we're choosing the chumra of Rav and the chumra of Shmuel. So now the Gemara is going to get into a general discussion whether this is something that we do. When you have two, two arguments, and in one place you choose the Chumrah of one, and in another place you choose the Chumrah of another, and you apply two Chumras, even though if you're choosing Rav, you should go all the way with Rav, both whether it's L'Chumrah, whether it's L'Kula. Or if you're going with Shmuel, you should go according to Shmuel, whether it's L'Chumrah or L'Kula. Here we're, we're choosing the Chumrah of each one. So the Gemara brings a Braise that seems to be saying that we don't do that. Frek the Gemara, second wide line. Do we do this? Do we take and choose the, the Chumrah of, of one and, and a Chumrah of another? Fatanya, we learned the following thing in Abraisa. We always will pass in like Basilo. Then the Braisa says, If you want to follow Beshamai, you're allowed to. You can do like Beshamai. If you want to follow like Basilo, you can do like Basilo as well. Mikule Beshamai u Mikule Beshilol, but if you're going to choose to take the leniencies of Beshamai and the leniencies of Beshilol, then Russia. Then you're a Russia. You stop taking all the leniencies. So that's a Russia. Mikhumre Beshamai u Mikhumre Beshilol, but if you're going to be extra from and you're going to only take the Chumris of Beshamai and the Chumris of Beshilol, all of Akasavayim regarding you, the Pasuk says, Aksil Bachaysha Chaylech. A fool walks in darkness. Why is it a fool if he wants to be extra Machma? So we'll see soon, Rashi, the Gemara will explain why he's a fool. Elo, Iki Beshamai, if you're going to follow Beshamai, Kikuleyan or Kichumreyan. You have to follow Beshamai, whether it's a Kula, whether it's a Chumre. Iki Beshilol, if you're going to follow Beshilol, Kikuleyan or Kichumreyan. You'll follow Beshilol, whether it's a Kula, whether it's a Chumre. This is the Braise. So before the Gemara comes to the question that it has over here, on the fact that we choose both a Chumre of Rav and a Chumre of Shmuel, the Gemara first explains the words of the Braise itself. The Braise seems to contradict itself. Amrit, first you say, That's the beginning of the Braise. We always pass in like Basilo. Right after that, what do you say? If you want to follow Beshamai, you can follow Beshamai. You have a choice. You can follow Beshamai or you can follow Basilo. So what's going on? 
Answers the Gemara, loy kasha. This is not a question. Kan kaidim baskoil, kan la'acha baskoil. Over here, when we say you can follow Beishamai, this is before there's a baskoil that came out and said that the halacha is like Beishilol. As Rashi here quotes, this is actually here in Masech Deiriv and on Daf Yud Gimel, there was a baskoil that, like, that said we have to paskin like Beishilol. So before that baskoil, you can follow even Beishamai as well. And kan la'acha baskoil. After that baskoil came out, so then we paskin only, only like Beishilol, and that's the beginning of the Braise, lo'olam halacha kedivrei Beishilol. So Taisus over here asks the question, there's a famous Gemara in Bab Metziah that says, We don't uh, listen to any Yabaskal regarding Paskal and Gahalacha. So how can we say over here that you Paskal like a Baskal? So Taisus gives two answers. The second answer of Taisus is that in that case in Bab Metziah, when it said not to listen to a Baskal, is when there was a Machlaikis and they didn't know what a Paskal like and they didn't have any basis to paskin like one opinion over the other, and they were just going to base the psakalacha completely on the baskel. That you can't do. Over here, Beis Hill was the majority. Beis Hill was talking more than Beis Shammai. They're supposed to paskin like Beis Hill. Elamai, we know the Gemara tells us Beis Shammai were sharper, they were smarter. So even though they were a minority, but they were very, very strong with their opinion. So it wasn't so easy to actually paskin like Beis Hill, even though Beis Hill was a majority. So the Baskal was just to support Basil to Paskal like Basil, but they weren't basing the Psak on the Baskal. The, the basis of the Psak was the fact that that was the majority opinion. Okay, let's go weiter. The Gemara says another Pshat here. What, what's the reason the Braise says that you could Paskal like Beishamai? Or we can say, Either way, this Braise is talking about after the Baskal says the Paskal like Basil. But the opinion that says, that you can still do like Bishamai, it follows Rabbi Shua. What does Rabbi Shua say? Rabbi Shua says, don't pay any attention to Abbasqa. Which, according to the Taistus that I just said, what that would mean is that not only do you not pay attention to Abbasqa in a case where you're going to completely base your Psakdin on Abbasqa, even when you're using your Abbasqa just as a support. And really, you have another reason to Paskin like Basil, but nevertheless, whatever Abbasqa there is, you have to completely tune it out. As if the baskel doesn't exist at all. So therefore, according to Rabbi Shua, we completely disregard the baskel. And therefore, you can still follow Beishamai's opinion, if you want. Third Pshat Gemara says, This is the way you have to read the Braisa. Anytime you'll have an argument amongst two Tanoim, or two Amiroim, the pligia hadadi that argue with each other, ke'en machlekes beshamay or beshilol, similar to the machlekes of beshamay and beshilol, loy liyevet kikule demar. Do not take all the kulis of one opinion, vechikule demar, and also the kulis of the other opinion. Don't combine. Don't use only the kulis. Veloy kechumre demar, vechichumre demar, and don't collect only the chumres. Ella, rather, oy kikule demar or kechumre avid. If you're taking one opinion, you have to follow his leniencies and his stringencies as well. Or you take the other opinion, so you take all of the leniencies and stringencies. So in other words, the Gemara is saying, it's very interesting, even though the Braise clearly says, and or Haraitz, if you want to do like Basilil, that part of the Braise was not talking about Beshamay and Basilil. It was talking about any other Machlaikis, which is Ke'en Beshamay and Basilil. And over there, it's telling you that you have to take one opinion all the way. So the Mepharshim say, so why does the Braise write it in such a way? Why does it say, if it's not even talking about Beishamai? 
you're never passing like Bishamai. The answer is because it says that not until Bishamai and Basil came were there all of these Machlaikasin. Until Bishamai and Basil, all the halachas were given down and they were clear without any Machlaikasin. Bishamai and Basil was the first time when all these Machlaikasin regarding all halachas began. So therefore, all future arguments are also considered to be Ke'en, Bishamai and Basil, they were the beginning of this entire thing. Okay, so that's the Pshat of this Braisa, third Pshat of this Braisa. So now the Gemara concludes and says, Mikol Mokim Kashya. The question over here is, what do we clearly see in this Braisa? That you can't just pick and choose either all Kolis or all Chumras. You have to take one opinion all the way for whatever it is, for the Kola and the Chumra. So why before in the case that we brought down regarding the Mavoi, this Mavoi that turns twice or once, and there's a question if it's open to the Rishos Adabim or not, does it need doors or does it just need a Tzuras HaPesach? Why are we taking the Chumra of Rav and the Chumra of Shmuel? Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, really we're taking one opinion. Kulei ke Rav of Dua, they are following only Rav's opinion. This that Rav said that the halacha is like the Tanakhama. So this goes back to what we learned in Davov. That Rav said that the halacha is like the Tanakhama, that you do not need doors. All you need is a Tzuras Pesach. Rav did say so, but then Rav said, Bepoyal, we don't pass in that way. That is a leniency, but Bepoyal, you should put up doors. So even Rav himself would agree that you need doors. So the Gemara asks, okay, but Rav Ada Bar Ava Marav, Rav Ada Bar Ava said in the name of Rav, the Oma Halacha Umayrin Kain. We passkin that you don't need doors, you just need a Tzuras Pesach and Umayrin Kain. That's the actual Psak Din. So we see that we are taking over here a Chumra of Shmuel together with a Chumra of Rav. Why are we doing that? Maya Kalamema, what are you going to answer? Oma Rav Shezvi, so Rav Shezvi says a very simple thing. When does the Braises say that you can't pick and choose a Chumra of one and also a Chumra of another? When those two Chumras are contradicting each other. You're applying the Chumras of two different opinions in a way that the two Chumras are a contradiction. You have to choose one opinion. And the Gemara will give an example right now. Over here, by the case of the Eidov, we're discussing two different details and the fact that you're choosing two Chumras are not a contradiction at all. One question is, this Mavi which turns, is it considered to be open to the Rishasarabim or closed? That's one Shaila. Another Shaila is, a, a Mavi that's open to the Rishasarabim, does it need a door or is it just enough to have a Tzuras Pesach? These are two unrelated questions. So if you're going to choose two Chumris that are not a contradiction to each other, that's not a problem. So Rashi explains, that's the Pshat why it said before in the Braise, that a person that chooses two Chumris is considered to be a fool. Why is he a fool? Because you think you're being from, but really you're a fool because the two chumras that you're doing are contradicting each other. You have to make up your mind. You can't do two chumras that are a contradiction to each other. And there's a similar concept. It's not exactly a chumra or the same exact concept, but just the, the, the point you have in Egea to a person that wants to dive an early mitiv, and then he wants to, or, or um, a late, yeah, for Shabbos or even Bechlal in any day of the week. A person wants to dive in Mincha and then mitiv early. So you dive in Mincha after Plaga Mincha. And then you also daven Mairev before, before Shkia. So if you're davening Mairev before Shkia, it's because you're taking the opinion that once Plaga Mincha arrives, it's already night. So at the, if you're davening Mincha after Plaga Mincha, it's because you're considering it to be day. Right. So the Gemara says, you're allowed to follow the opinion that it's day, you're allowed to follow the opinion that it's night, because we don't know who the din is like, but you can't follow two opinions which are con- a contradiction to each other. If you're going to daven Mairev before Shkia, you have to daven Mincha before Plaga Mincha. So, 
Okay, so a similar thing over here. You want to take two chumres? No problem, but as long as they're not a contradiction to each other. Where is an example of two chumres that are going to be a contradiction to each other? So the Gemara brings a Mishnah. Chagayin, Shadre v'gulgailas. The Shadre, the spine, or the skull of a uh, dead body. The Tnan, that said in a Mishnah, Hashadre v'gulgailas. So if you have a spine or a skull, Shachosru, that are, it's missing a part of it. So the halach over here is, we're talking over here about the Tumas Mace. So there are three kinds of Tumas by Tumas Mace. We learned this a few times already. There's the Tumas Maga, if you touch part of the Mace, if you carry it, or, but then there's Tumas Oil. That if it's under the, under the roof, under the same roof, so then everything becomes Tomei. So by Tumas Oil, it's not Tomei unless it's a full part of the body. So if you have a Shadra, or if you have a Gulgailas, it has to be the full Shadra or the full Gulgailas. It can't be missing a part of it. So the, Bryce, the Mishnah there asks, What's considered to be that the Shadra, the spine, is missing and therefore the Tumas oil doesn't apply? If there are two Cholyos, how would I say Cholyos in English? Could, could you help me out over there? Vertebrae. Well, vertebrae. What's the, again? Vertebrae. Vertebrae. Two vertebrae that are missing. So then that's considered to be a Chesaron. If only one Cholyos is missing, that's already a Chesaron. Regarding a skull, like uh, when you drill a hole, you know, make a hole in something. So if there's a hole that size, it's also considered to be a chesaron. How, how, how large is kimloi magdeach? So Rashi says it's larger than a sela. Sela, the coins of those times, it's larger than a sela. Basil says, The size that if, if in a living person, you have this kind of a hole in a skull, and he'll pass away, that's the size that's considered to be a chesaron, which is a smaller size. Which is a smaller size, which it'll, it'll be, it'll, the tumas mace of an oil will not apply. It's the size of a sela, of that coin in those times. So this is the argument regarding whether the tumas oil applies or not. Whether it's considered to be a whole skull or a whole shadr for the tumas oil to apply. The exact same machlaikis applies to something else. The same exact machlaikis applies regarding treifa. If you have an animal and if you have to see if it has the full limbs of the body that it could live and it won't die within 12 months, you have the exact same argument. So over here, if you're going to take the chumrah in one case and you're going to want to apply the same chumrah in another case, it's going to be a contradiction. Regarding a mace, regarding Tumas mace, if you're going to take the Chumrah and say that only when it's um, missing two, then the Tumas oil goes away, but if it's missing one part of the Shadra, the Tumas oil doesn't go away, so then that's going to be a Kula regarding Trefa. So then regarding Trefa, it's still considered to be a healthy animal that it could live. So you can't apply the Chumrah of Beishamai regarding Tumas mace regarding the halacha of treifa. Again, by Tumas Mace, it's considered to be a chumrah that the Tumas oil will apply because it's still considered to be a full shadra. And by treifa, it's going to be a kula that the animal is still considered to be healthy and it could still live. If you're going to take the kula of Basil regarding Tumas oil, that it becomes, uh, it, that the Tumas oil doesn't exist. When you take away one cholya, so then that's going to be a chumrah by treifa, that the animal is not healthy enough to live. And therefore it's treif. So you, so you can't apply, this is a case where you can't apply the same chumrah of Tumas oil to treif at the same time, they're contradicting each other. 
Aval, however, if the two chumras that you're applying are not a contradiction to each other. Avdinan. So then you can apply it. It's not a problem to take two chumras. If you want to be from and take two chumras, gesundheit. Frek, the Gemara, is that true? Veheche, the sasri ahadadi. If you have two chumras, there are a contradiction to each other. Lo yavdinon, that's not something that a person is allowed to be machmer. I was with the bread, the Mishnah, or the Braise before, called him a fool. Masav Rav Mesharshi, Maisab Rav Akiva, there's a story with Rav Akiva, Shalikit Esrik, so he. He took an esrig off the tree. When was it? Be'echad b'shvat. It was an rishchay d'shvat. So we know the famous machleik is between Beishamay and Besilol regarding the new year for the trees. When is the Rosh Hashanah Lilanais? Beishamay says the Rosh Hashanah Lilanais is an rishchay d'shvat. What does Besilol say? When is the Rosh Hashanah Lilanais? Chamishasa b'shvat. So now, what's one of the things that's relevant regarding the Rosh Hashanah Lilanais? Meister. Regarding Meister. The first and second year of after Shemitah, you give Meister Sheni. The third year, you don't give Maiser Shani. The third year, instead of Maiser Shani, you give Maiser Oni. So now he took off the fruit from the tree on Rishchei Deshvat. So it was in that year, it could have either been the second year of Shemitah, or it could have been the third year of Shemitah. If it's already the Shoshana Lilon, it's like the opinion of Beishamai, so it's already the third year and you have to give Maiser Oni. If you follow Basil's opinion, it's still the second year and you only have to give Maiser Shani. So which one do you give? So what happens? Rabbi Kiva took off the, the, the esrik from the tree on Rishchei Deshvat, the nag by Beizisurin, and he gave both. He says, you know what? I'll be machma like both. Echad kedivir Beishamai. He gave the Maiser Oni for the third year like Beishamai. The Echad kedivir Beisilo, and he also gave the Maiser Oni like Beisilo. Uh, the the Maiser Shenia that is like Beisilo. So what do we see over here? These are two opinions that are a contradiction to each other. You have to make up your mind. It's either the second year or the third year. So you see that he's giving Meiser in both. He's being machmer for both, even though it is a contradiction. Answers the Gemara, Rabakive Gemare Istapikle. Rabakive, the halacha, the tradition of what the halacha is, Yara Sofik. Veloyoda ibeisilol b'chad b'shvat omor. He didn't know whether Basilol is the one that said that on Shvar is Rosh Hashanah Omar, or whether Basilol is the one that said that on Chamisha is Rosh Hashanah So, in other words, his, his, his suffix was not who you paskin like, he's not being Mahmed at His Chumra was because he wasn't sure who is the one that said that Rosh Hashanah is on Shvat. Is it Beishamai or Basilol? So, Rabbi Kiva was all trying to follow one opinion. He's trying to follow Basil's opinion, but he wasn't sure what Basil's opinion is. So in such a case, when you're following one opinion, then you can be machmer to follow, to do two things, even though they're a contradiction. But, so therefore, so therefore he was machmer to give the maizah for both years, for the second year, for the third year. If you're going to try to be machmer two opinions, and you know exactly what each, what each opinion says, and you're going according to two opinions which are a, a contradiction to each other, then you're considered to be a ksil. But if you're following the same opinion, then you're not considered to be a ksil. Correct. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't. He didn't know what Basil said. He's trying to follow one opinion. Yeah, like by Dragon. There's a lot of cases where. Huh? If Rabbi Kiva didn't know, if Rabbi Kiva didn't know, I imagine he didn't have what to ask. If I didn't know, or someone else didn't know, he probably had what to ask. But Rabbi Kiva probably didn't have what to ask. Then later the Kabbalah was Nisbara somehow, but in, the, in, the, in the Rabbi Kiva's times, at least in that time period, there was no one to ask.
Yeah, okay, so this was a small break of Erevin. Now we go right back into the discussion, Benigea to the Mavi. Ready? He was sitting and he said the following Allah. So before in the Gemara we were discussing when you have a Mavoy that opens on both ends into a Rishus What's that called? A Mavoy Mefulish. It's open straight through into a Rishus Now we discuss a similar case as follows. Machleikis, the whole argument, the discussion that we had earlier regarding the Mavoy that opens up on both ends is Bisratya. That's Bisratya Mikan, Bisratya Mikan. A Sratya is basically a highway. You have a highway on both ends of the Mavi. So the Mavi opens on both ends into a Rishasarabim. Or Platya Mikan, Platya Mikan. Platya is also a Rishasarabim. It's an open big plaza, like a big huge marketplace where people come there. Then there's the Machlaikis, how exactly you have to close off this Mavi, as we learned before. Aval sratya mikan. If on one side of the mavoi you have a sratya, you have a big street or a highway. Ubika mikan. On the other end of the mavoi you just have a bika, which is a carmelis. You have a valley, which is a carmelis. Oi, or another case, bika mikan, ubika mikan. On both ends of your mavoi it opens up into a bika. It doesn't open up into a rishusarabim at all. So then what do you do? Oiset surasapesach mikan. Everybody will agree. Now how do you close off this Mavi to be allowed to carry there? On one side you put it Surah Pesach, Vilechi Vikaira Mikan. And on the other side you put either a Lechi or a Kaira. Okay? Huh? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about a straight, a regular straight Carmelist. Do they have a picture for this over here? I mean, it's a pretty simple case, but if you want to see a picture for this, just a second. So, yeah, you can take a look in picture Samach. Right? So it's picture Samach. On one end is Rishus Arabim, on the other hand, it actually looks like it opens into the clouds in this picture. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it opens into a, uh, it opens into a Carmelis, okay? That's picture Samach. Okay, pretty simple case. Sok to Gemara weiter. Frek to Gemara. Frek to Gemara de Shaila. Where are we holding? Hashta. Hashta. Now what did you say? Srat Yemikan, Ubikamikan. On one end it opens into a Rishus Arabim. On the other end, it opens into a bika, which is only a Carmelis. So what will be sufficient to close it off? A tzuras pesach on one side. And a lechi or a kaira on the other side. Bika mikan, ubika mikan. Then you give me the next case, where on both ends, it's not opening into Rosh It's opening into a bika. Do you need to tell me that you don't need doors for this, or there's no argument about this, and you can close it off this way? What's the chiddush? It's pretty obvious that you can close it. That you can close it off this way. So the Gemara says, This is what he meant to say. If you have a shusarabim that it opens up into on one end, and it opens into a bika, a carmelis on the other end, it's as if it opens on a Carmelist on both ends, and therefore a Tzuras Pesach on one end, and a Lechi or a Kaira on the other end, <coughs> would be good enough. That's what it really means to say. In other words, it's not two different cases. The Gemara does this many, many times. When the Tanah says two cases, and the second case is even less of a Chiddush, it says that the second case is just an explanation for the case before. And that's the same thing over here. Now the Gemara says there was still another thing that was said here. This is all being said, Rav Yehuda is saying it in the name of Rav. Masayim Ba, Rav Yehuda now concluded his statement and said as follows. Masayim Ba, Mishmei Rav Yehuda, so it was Rav Yosef that was sitting in front of Rav Huna 
and said it in the name of Rav Yehuda, and he said in the name of Rav Yehuda as follows, If a mavoi ends off into a rachba, what's a rachba? This is something we didn't have yet over here in Masech Teirevin. A rachba is the back lot of a house. We constantly talk about a chotzer. A chotzer is the front yard of a house, and a rachba is the back lot of a house. What's the difference between them? The difference is, at least in the times of the Mishnah and the Gemara, the front yard was a place that people used much more often to come in and out of the house, to keep things there. That was always used. The back lot of a house was much less frequently used. And therefore, it has a different halacha, as we'll see soon, what, uh, what this applies to. But here we're talking about a bikka, sorry, we're talking about a mavoid that ends off into the back lot of a house. Okay, if you want to see the picture of this, how exactly yeah. the... Huh? Oh, you have a picture in the Rashi. That's true. You have the picture in the Rashi. But if you want to see color, you can take a look in picture Samach, uh, picture Samach Aleph, right? Picture Samach Aleph. So right over here, you have a Mavoy. On one end, it opens up into a Rishus Arabim. On the other end, it opens into the back lot of two houses. And then it opens into a Rishus Arabim as well. So it is, so technically, the point over here is, it is open to a Rishusarabim on both ends. A person that wants to walk through from one Rishusarabim to another, he could go straight through. We're not talking about a Rochba, a backyard that's totally closed off. It's open into the Rishusarabim. Okay, but that, that, that's the case we're talking about over here. Okay, so this is a Mavoy that ends up into a Rochba. Kalal Rochba, ain't Sarech Klum. It doesn't have to have anything. It doesn't have to have the Tzuras HaPesach that we spoke about before. It doesn't have to have any of that. You can, you're allowed to carry into the Mavi. You have to have the Lechi by the opening of the Mavi into the Rishos Rabim on one end. But since the other end opens into a back lot of a house, even though it's, it's all the way through and that Rachba opens into Rishos Rabim, you don't need anything on that side. I mean, it doesn't say this in the Gemara, by the way. The Gemara doesn't clearly say that we're talking about a Rachba that has an opening into the Rishus Arabim as well. But Rashi here says that must be what it's talking about. Because if that back lot was closed off, it would be Pashat. It would be obvious that you don't need anything on that end. So therefore, it's obvious that the Gemara means that it's straight through. Because this entire Gemara here is talking about a Mavi which is Mufulish. Elamai, this is Mufulish through a back lot of Rishus Arabim. Okay, so now what, what, what does it come out of here? What do we see over here from what Rav Yehuda said? What we see from what Rav Yehuda said is that you have a mavoi which goes straight through. It has a Rishus Arabim on one end and it has a Rishus Arabim on the other hand. But because it ends up in the back lot, in a rochba, before it goes into the Rishus Arabim, so it's considered to be like it's closed off. That's one Chiddush we see. This is not called Mephulish and therefore you don't need anything there. The other thing we, we see over here is that Rav Yehuda was talking specifically about a rochba. Not about a chotzer. Why was he talking specifically about a back lot of a house and not about a chotzer? The answer is there's a very big difference between a rochba and a chotzer. By a chotzer, there's a takon of chachamim that you can't carry from a chotzer into a mavoi without an, an, an aid of chatseris or a shetufe muvois. Because there's the people of the chotzer that use the chotzer, and the chotzer is owned by certain individuals, then the mavoi is owned by more people, by other people as well. So you can't carry from a mavoi to a chotzer without a native. A rachba does not have that takan of chazal. Because a rachba is not used frequently, chachamim did not make that takana regarding a rachba. You can carry from a mavoi into a back lot of a house without having an eid of chatseris, without having a shit of mavois. 
So therefore, Rav Yehuda chooses to speak Dafka bara rachba, so there should be no issue of carrying from the mavoi into the rachba, or carrying even in the mavoi itself. If you don't have that shit of mavois, you're not allowed to carry even in the mavoi itself, because it's open into that chatzar, and there's no proper aid of there, you can't carry in the mavoi itself. That's what Rav Yehuda spoke specifically about a rachba. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it does. It has an entrance to the house. Of course it does. But because it's not used frequently, so therefore the takon of Chachamim that they said regarding a chatzah, that it needs an extra aid of chatzeris or shit of mavois, does not apply regarding a rachbah. This last statement of Rav Yehuda, so it's not clear in the name of who he said it. The previous thing that he said, he said in the name of Rav. But this, it's not clear in whose name he said. The Shmuel, he must have said it in the name of Shmuel. Why? Because if he said it in the name of Rav, this is going to be a contradiction to another statement that Rav said. And on two points. There's another statement that Rav Yirmi said in the name of Rav. A very similar case to what we just spoke about, but with one difference, as we'll see. A Mavoy that has an opening in the back of the Mavoy, it's opened into, completely open into a Chatzar. So instead of saying that it's open into a Rachba, he says that it's open into a Chatzar. And then, And the Chatzar also has an opening right across that opening into the Mavoy. The Mavoy is open straight across into the Rishus Arabim. Okay, it's the same thing that we had over here regarding the rachba, but instead of it being a rachba, it is a chatzer. Take a look in picture Samach Gimel. Or in picture Samach Beis. Okay, picture Samach Beis, so you have a mavoi, and the mavoi on one end is open into a Rishus Arabim, and on the other end it's open into a chatzer. So it's not open into the back lot of the house, but it's open into the front yard of the house, and then it goes into the Rishus Arabim. So there is an opening that goes straight through. You can go from one Rishus and go straight through to the Rishus on the other side. It's mafulish, as you see it in picture Samach Beis. Okay, so what's the halacha in this case? What does Rav say? Says Rav, Chatzar Muteres. Inside the Chatzar, you're allowed to carry. Not a problem to carry inside the Chatzar itself. But Umavoy Aser. In the Mavoy, you're not allowed to carry. Why you're not allowed to carry inside the Mavoy? So at this point, the Gemara thinks the reason you're not allowed to carry inside the Mavoy is because you can walk straight through this Mavoy from one Rishos on one end to the other Rishos on the other end. So therefore, there's a Mavoy that goes straight through. It's Mufulish, and because it's Mufulish, so therefore you're not allowed to carry there. So this is a question on what, Ra- what Rav Yehuda said before. Why is it also to carry inside the Mavoy? Why isn't it the exact same thing as Rav Yehuda said before? Like a Mavoy that ends into a Rachba. What did Rav Yehuda say regarding a Mavoy that ends into a Rachba? It's not considered to be a Mavoy Mufulish. Because it ends into a Rachba before it goes into the Rishus Arabim, you're allowed to carry in the Mavoy. It's not a problem. Okay? So that's one contradiction that we see over here. Rav over here is saying that because it goes straight through, so you're not allowed to carry in the Mavoy. And Rav Yehuda said, even though you could go straight through, but because there's a break in between with the Rachba, which is a Rishus HaYachid, you could carry inside the Mavoy. The other detail which is different over here is, Rav Yehuda was talking about a Rachba, specifically a Rachba. Rav Yehuda says, you know why you can carry in the Mavoy? Because it's a Rachba. And a Rachba is a place which is not frequently used, and therefore the Takana of Eid of Chatzeris doesn't apply. 
Rav over here was talking about a chotzer. So it's mashma that according to Rav, this distinction of rochba and chotzer doesn't matter. Rav Yehuda was specifically talking about rochba, not about chotzer. Rav doesn't make that distinction. Rav talks even about a chotzer. So therefore, on, on two counts, we see over here, if you're going to say that what Rav Yehuda said before was in the name of Rav, so this is also this is a contradiction to what Rav says over here. So the Gemara says, Omalei, Anala Yadaina, I don't know in whose name Rav Yehuda said what he said. There was an incident that happened, there was this kind of a scenario in a Dura de Reusa, means like a village of Reusa, of shepherds. There was a Mavoy that was open on one end to the Rosh and then on the other end into a back lot of a house. This question was brought in front of Rav Yehudah. And he said that you don't have to put anything by that end that opens up into the back lot of the house. You don't have to put anything there. So this is how Rav Yehudah Paskin. In whose name did he say it? We don't know. If you have a contradiction, if you're going to say that he was saying this in the name of Rav, to have him, so then you're probably right. So then he probably passed so because he heard it in the name of Shmuel, not in the name of Rav. That's what the... And you have no question at all. So there's the statement that Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, and then there's what we have in the name of Rav. But now the Gemara says, no, there's another way of explaining this. But Rav Sheshis said to Rav Shmuel Barabe, the Rav Yosef Barabe, or the said he said it to Rav Yosef Barabe. We're misunderstanding the whole statement that Rav said over here. Asberulach, I'll explain to you. Kan she'irvoi, kan she'loy irvoi. That over here, the reason why Rav said when you have a mavoi that goes straight through. And you're, you're, he's, so Rav said, you're not allowed to carry in the Movoy. You know why you're not allowed to carry in the Movoy? Not because it's foolish, not because it goes straight through and you have a Rosh Hashanah on each end. The reason is because the Chatzar that it ends up into, there was no proper aid of Chatzaris made. And if there's no aid of Chatzaris made, and there's no Shittuf Movois made together with the Movoy, you're not allowed to carry in the Movoy. That's the reason why you're not allowed to carry. Okay. In a case where you make an Eidov, you'd be allowed to carry inside the Mavoy. The only reason you're not allowed to carry is not because it's foolish, but because you didn't make an Eidov. So even if we're going to say that Rav Yehuda said it in the name of Rav, it won't be a question either. In a case where the people of the Chatzar made an Eidov with the people of the Mavoy, so then you're allowed to carry. And the fact that it's foolish does not matter. And Khan in a case where he did not make a native, you can't carry. So in other words, the point the Gemara is saying is, there's no pictures for this, but the point the Gemara is saying is, when you have a, 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 a Mavoy that's open through and through, and in the back part of the Mavoy, it also passes through a Chatzar, there can be two reasons why that would be also to carry the Mavoy. One reason would be because it's a, it's a, it's a place to pass through, going from one Rishusarab to another Rishusarab. It's foolish. That would be one reason. Another reason is because there's an issue of aid of Chatzeris. The people of the Chatzer did not make an aid of Chatzeris with the people of the Mavoy. So the Havamin of the Gemara was that the issue is foolish, that it goes straight through. Then there would be a contradiction in Rav's opinion. In one place Rav says that it is considered to be foolish, 
And in another place, Rav says it's not considered to be mafulish. Says the Gemara, no, it's definitely not considered to be mafulish because it ends up in a chatzer or a rachba, which is a resusayachit. We don't consider it to be mafulish. The only issue is a proper aid of chatzeres was not made with the people of the Mavoi. And that's what you can't carry there. But if a proper air of Chatzeris is made with the people of the Mava, you're allowed to carry there. Rachba doesn't. So in the case of the Rachba, you'll be allowed to carry. But in a Chatzer, you'd need an air of Chatzeris. And if you don't have the air of Chatzeris, you're not allowed to carry. Okay.